This is the 451 Podcast, episode 50, Windows vs. Mac. Also, check us out on Facebook Live. We're streaming right now. Come on over. Hey, Tony. How's it going? Uh, We are on Facebook Live for like the first time in two years, right? Just a year. Less than a year. We did it like... First or second I feel like episode. it was December last year oh, when we first right. started doing this. No, you're right. Absolutely. Wasn't it the investing podcast? Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was a very long time ago. For sure. I can't believe we're, we're still going strong 50 weeks in. Yeah, and I can't believe that we actually got this to work better. Yeah, although I'm looking at it and I don't see the this feed coming through yet. Is it that, that delayed, I guess? Uh, it is very delayed. Okay. So don't you worry, Chad. It'll it'll get through. <laughs> and we have zero drop frames. That's amazing. Um, in any case, oh, um, welcome to episode 50 of the 451 podcast. I'm just going to hold up these stats right now. Um, today, we're going to be talking about something that is near and dear to Tony's heart. Tony, what are we talking about today? The age-old battle of Mac versus Windows. You know, I had a friend come over today. And he said, what are you talking about today on the podcast? And I said, uh, Windows versus PC. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Who was this? Can you say? Uh, it was our friend McQuaid. McQuaid. McQuaid was yeah. in town. Yep. Um, so I would guess um, that he would choose Mac. No, he's a PC guy. Really? Well, I guess he's both. Actually, for the amount of time I've known him, which is a quarter of my, a third of my life probably, uh, I've never seen him with like an Apple product besides an iPhone. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think he would be considered both. Then yeah, you're right. Isn't it funny like how you can kind of tell who is a Mac person and a Windows person sometimes, like when you meet somebody or if you know somebody well enough. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, in any case, so why? are we talking about this particular subject today? Talk to us about that. Oh yeah, that's that's just very relevant to my current life right now. Um, I think we alluded to it a couple episodes back when I got my MacBook Pro water damage coming home from Asia, right? And uh, I thought I was gonna be able to fix it by sending it up to the guys in New York. Actually, Lewis Rossman, who has like a really big YouTube channel and he's known for fixing this type of damaged um, MacBook Pro and all, all the other types of Apple products out there. He's a big anti-Apple guy. But anyway, um, he does that type of work. But unfortunately, after like my laptop was up there for three weeks, he wasn't able to fix it. So I am now, I, I now have a bricked MacBook Pro and um, Black Friday, uh, I was talking to you, Mark, and we kind of settled on me buying a Windows computer because I was ready to go back to Windows after having you know this type of issue and a couple other issues with Mac in the past. And then, long story short, I got the the Windows computer. I disliked it greatly after using Mac for the past like three years, and less than a week later, I am gonna send it back and go back to Mac. So I went from uh, originally way back in the day, Windows, Mac, Windows, and now I'm back to Mac. Um, since we are Facebook living this, one question I have for you 
is why are there zero Christmas decorations behind you? <laughs> well, because I'm in, in my basement, which is the quietest part of my house. And um, we don't decorate down here, only in the living room and like the, the main area upstairs. Okay. Do you decorate your basement? I mean, I'm in my living room right now, and you can see behind me that there's plenty of decorations. Or I guess you can't see behind me, but if you look on the Facebook live stream, you'll be able to see it. It looks really nice. Jess did a good uh, job. I know. She did do a good job. Did you help um, her? In any case, uh, yeah, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> I'm a good husband. You are. You are. I'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, in any case, um, yeah, so, I mean... I've always been a, well, I shouldn't say I've always been a Apple guy my whole life. Um, I started off with like a Windows laptop. It was, a, it was an old Dell Inspiron back in high school. I was fortunate enough to have one. And then for college, I got a MacBook and then a MacBook Pro for pretty much throughout all my grad school career. Um, and then I, I still have it. Actually, it's over there on the couch. But then I just built this PC it's almost been a year for the PC too, right? Um, and so mm -hmm. that's, I'm impressed because it's actually holding up right now. So what do you use more, the the PC or the Mac? Yeah, and so, oh, I, I guess I should also say at my work, I have a iMac. So mm. I kind of I go in between. But what I'll say is that I find it like I, that I don't ever use a laptop anymore. Like... I really don't have a need for a laptop, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It was a huge thing in college, right? Because you, you didn't want to bring a, a desktop into your dorm room or something. But after that... Yeah, but now, when I, now, now that I think about it, like, what if you just had a desk... Like, you built your own PC and you had a desktop in your dorm room. Oh, totally viable. But it's like, that's not the thing that people do, you know? No, no. People buy laptops. Yeah. and that, I mean, the mobility issue is certainly a consideration, right? Because you want to bring your computer to sorry if my audio is clipping on facebook live um you want to bring your audio you want to bring your macbook to classes take notes to cheat on tests you know whatever <laughs> you do with your laptop because that's what you did right no <laughs> no you can't get a phd by cheating just remember that <laughs> it was good for study hall yeah it was great for watching netflix and study hall <laughs> although i got out of study hall first semester I think you did too. Yeah. But for those that were in study hall for a long time, yes, I'm sure that um, the, the the laptop was good for them. Oh yeah, um, that was. But I mean, mobility is certainly con consideration for for um, for being in college. And so, what what you lack, what you I mean, but it's trade offs, right? So you have portability, but at the same time, your computer isn't <laughs> the end all be all. And I think that's let's let's talk about let's move forward from study hall to today, like you're talking about your lifestyle and your laptop like you your macbook pro broke your windows p you just bought a new dell xps a windows pc yep like how's that transition going uh terrible um i i i hate it i i just windows i like i said i use windows for like the majority of my life but more recently mac and going back to windows it was just like uh, like blue screen within like an hour and a half of using my new computer, which is, I don't know if it's like something that I'm doing wrong, but I, I, I feel like other people would have the same type of issues. And then just, um, uh, like the specs. So I, I like got a really souped up computer with like a lot of Ram, a lot of CPU power, all that stuff. And it just, 
um, paled in comparison to my old MacBook, which had just like half as much resources to work with. So that's kind of weird, isn't it? it like it is, you never would have expected a Mac or a XPS that it was super souped up to not perform to your, your standards essentially. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. Like I, I, and a lot of times you look at the specs when you buy a th- something like that, but I think in this case it comes down to the operating system, which is, um, the bridge between, you know, like the user and the hardware. Right. So that's, that's what, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So I just think that windows is not, efficient in some ways like not, this is not across the board but in certain instances specifically i'm talking about video editing um it just wasn't optimized for that type of uh software right yeah we talked about this we talked about some why your computer on your xps was performing whereas probably in the macbook there wasn't and this kind of goes back to the basics of uh building a pc right yeah um like why is uh, some software run better than on Mac versus some software running better on um, PC or, or Mac versus PC. Like there is some sort of software op- optimization going on somewhere. For sure, for sure. And especially like when you're using um, Final Cut Pro on a Mac, right? Like that's specifically optimized for Macs because that's an Apple software running on Apple hardware. Like that's, and it, uh, actually that's a, bad example because you can't run final cut can you run final cut pro on no you can't run final cut pro on you Windows. cannot run final cut pro on pc yeah so um but like cross-platform applications like um microsoft word right that's probably going to yep. run best on windows versus Macs, just because it's a windows yeah. or a, a microsoft application yeah and for those of you on facebook live sorry about the video adjustments i'm trying to uh mess around with the framing okay Full disclaimer, you can't see this. I wish you could, but um, I have an ultra-wide monitor right here, and then I have a secondary monitor right there, and I'm just switching windows around. And if I switch that window that Tony's currently on, it messes up the Facebook Live one. So I think I got it to uh, the point where it's actually pretty nice, but um, I digress. Sorry, this is is new for us. Yeah, we're figuring (laughs) it out. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Blame Tony. Blame this guy over here hey you're you're completely in charge of the behind the scenes stuff this time i'm trying to it's tough man <laughs> it's also kind of distracting i don't know how much longer we're going to do this this is a little distracting for me focus on the conversation yeah 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 okay um and so we talked about optimization but i think there's some hardware differences right like there is something to be said about having um like, let's talk about the specs specifically in your case. So, what does your new XPS have? Uh, so, we got an i9 10th generation CPU, uh, clocks at 2.6 gigahertz, and it has eight cores. It had, well, it has 32 gigabytes of memory for RAM and a terabyte hard drive. I think those are all the major specs and a 4K display. Yeah. Um, Whereas my MacBook Pro, which is a 2016 computer, had only 16 gigabytes of RAM, a quad-core processor, I think, and what is the other one? Uh, the, the resolution was much smaller and like a 500 gigabyte hard drive. So those specs... Oh, and the clock rate? Mm, I'm not sure. It's probably right around the same 2 gigahertz, but it's probably about, half as many yeah, cores. Yeah, it's probably about thing. 
but it just it just shocked me like right away that's one of the first things I did was edit a video and it shocked me that I was rendering out half as many frames as I would have on my MacBook at, at best case like it was down to like a quarter as many frames which is kind of kind of crazy yeah and I think one thing that it, <coughs> like there's also generational differences right so when did you buy your MacBook Pro 2017 yeah but it was and the older so, model and then even though they're both Intel CPUs, they're different models. There's obviously been advancement. Well, Intel not so much, but like within that generational gap, I'm sure there is some sort of uh, modifications done to the newer XPS that uh, that have improved or disproved. Um, and so one thing I thought of when you immediately told me about, um, well, actually, did you go into your case? Like what differences there were? Like what's the main biggest difference for you? Uh, as far as what? Like the MacBook Pro versus the XPS. Like, what's the biggest flaw? Like, why you kind of want to go back to a MacBook Pro? I mean, the the fact that all the resources aren't being utilized as they should. Like, I'm I'm getting worse performance for a better computer. Like, quote unquote, better computer. Um, yeah. And then and so so that's that's the problem, right? Can so give the example of that. Uh, the the video at the video edit that I tried to do, right? So I was. I know, like, after editing, like, 200 videos or something, I know that my old MacBook broke, Pro, yeah, my MacBook Pro, my MacBook Pro could render out pretty much the same frame rate that I'm exporting. So if my video is exporting at 24 frames per second, I'm usually going to, when I'm exporting the video, I could get 24 frames and have the video kind of edit. If it's a 10-minute video, it'll export in 10 minutes, right? Frame by frame. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But with the XPS... The new computer that runs Windows, that would take at least two times longer, close to closer to three, maybe even four times longer, because even though the specs were twice as good, but I, I blame it on the operating system or the BIOS so or something you, else in there. Yeah, and so one thing I immediately thought of was like thermal throttling, right? Because mm -hmm. you have four cores in your MacBook Pro and eight cores, and Again, if you don't know how a CPU actually works, go check out our Build a PC episode, which is what episode, Tony? <laughs> I don't have the list up. Oh, it's like it's like twenty or in the teens or something like that. It was, it was probably about a year ago. It, close no, it was to probably it. about it was like probably like ten months ago. Um, and so thermal throttling basically means that um, your CPU is getting super hot, and the more heat in your CPU. Uh, the CPU is automatically registered to go down. And so what we know is that the more heat, heat is bad, and the CPU is automatically designed to slow down. And so Tony's talking about video editing. And when you video ed edit, there's one thing, uh, there's something called rendering. And rendering basically means it just compiles all the, the, the color, uh, the color, what do you call it? Color profile, color profile, right? I mean, yeah, like every single pixel yeah, of every like frame. All the edits you do for a video, yeah. all the videos you see on Tony's YouTube channel, how he edits it, all the graphics, the text that pops up, that needs to be compiled into one single video called rendering. And so in his case, the render time on his XPS, which had greater specs, um, took longer to do when compared to his MacBook Pro, which had lesser specs, uh, but lesser time, which doesn't necessarily makes sense or mm -mm. wait that well not intuitive yeah um and so thermal throttling could be in the case here that since his xps had eight cores meaning that there's four more cores than his macbook pro that's just more heat 
Um, and that's the first thing that I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually investigated that and there was a BIOS patch specifically with throttling. I'm not sure if it was thermal throttling, but I applied that BIOS patch and it, I didn't see any change. Um, so who knows what it could be. And the, and the funny thing is the XPS laptop that I have now that I'm going to send back to Dell, um, the fan runs at a much higher, like louder, audibly like louder um, rate than the MacBook Pro does because the MacBook Pro does a pretty good job of being a silent PC or a silent laptop. Well, 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 well. Well, I mean, but if you know anything about Macs, the Mac, the, the Apple has designed their MacBooks to kick on that fan only when you absolutely need it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're going to like 90C, then your fan's going to ramp on for a MacBook Pro. It won't ramp on anywhere before that. So actually, actually, my MacBook Pro is starting to die on me, which is part of the reason why I built this PC. But I know um, that I probably at some point need to reapply the thermal paste on it to get the thermals better, because I know, like, I I actually keep my fans running at 100 percent on my MacBook Pro all the time now. I download a plugin. Uh, to, I forget what it's called. It's like a Mac fan or something like that. Yeah, and I just keep it continuously running. Just to like what save the life of the CPU or something. Just to cool it down, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a that's a good thing, especially if it's a on its last legs. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And so let's get back to the subject of this um, episode: Windows versus PC. Yeah. Um, I just saw some something pretty interesting. I was listening to this podcast by Andy Miller, who is the former chief marketing officer or mobile marketing officer at Apple, and he told this guy on this episode um that like apple has always been at the crossroads of liberal arts and technology which makes sense right because they're very into the creative and for them apple's always been like if you can't do anything creative in terms of advancing technology then we're not all about it that's why apple has been uh i guess one of the drivers and like like they came out with final cut pro they came out with um, what's the the uh, the editing software? The other editing software, the like Logic. Logic makes music. Yeah, they they do the video editing with Final Cut, but they also do like images with um, Aperture. But they stop that. Mm. But like they've always been, even in their ads, they've always been like very focused on the creative part of yeah. life, as opposed and using Apple's technology to push the creativity of others. I mean, you could see that in their commercials and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Steve Jobs is saying, like, they're at the intersection of liberal arts and technology really is apparent in all their marketing. No, I agree. I see that a lot, like, all over the place with influencers on YouTube and, you know, anybody who has, like, a artist, like, a digital artist kind of um, space, right? Yeah. But and also, I think that shows up in its, like, user interface, right? Apple and Mac are a lot more simplistic and I would also say more visually appealing than a PC, like than Windows. I agree. I agree. And like, if you go back to Steve Jobs, that was like one of his cornerstones, right? The the user interface, the ease of use for the user. Um, that's that's one of his original demands for the, the original Mac OS, right? What was it called back in the day? It, no, it was, um, it's always been called. New, was it Newton? I, I forget what it was called. Newton. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. We should go back. We should have watched the the Steve Jobs <laughs> biography movie before this. Right, right. That would have helped us prepare, do our homework. Um, 
but yeah like weren't they the ones to come up with like wind like is that that sounds weird when i say that like but draggable windows in the user interface or was it the mouse that they came up with i have no idea you're 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 more the tech guy than like historical tech guy than me yeah you're right i should know that but um it's definitely in his bio if you read the steve jobs bio the the hardcover book yeah oh the like the book that was this thick yeah the yeah it was a bible i would never <laughs> read that <laughs> <laughs> i think i got three quarters of the way through which is pretty good for me just watch the movie man <clears throat> they made two movies about steve jobs legitimately one with ashton kutcher and the other one with michael fassbender oh yeah you're right there is two <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean just thinking about windows comparatively right because again windows versus pc or windows not windows windows versus mac right uh, windows does not seem to be tailored towards like that focus of creativity they're more pushing like tech 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 like business right like make a whole bunch of um yeah enterprise that's a good that's a good way to put it like they're they're more focused on the business side and making your things look like super professional yeah because i mean probably i don't know i'm just gonna throw out a number but like 85 percent of businesses use windows desktops to get their work done and use like microsoft outlook um i know every single job that i've had that i was employed they use a windows operating system for all of their business uh has that been the same for you like in all your research and schooling and yeah, so I'd say that this kind of goes back to your debate about video rendering. I would definitely say that there are optimizations built in for different platforms. And so using some like statistical packages or even some analytical packages for, for a lot of um, like science stuff, to put it in layman's terms, Yeah, a lot of science stuff, uh, there are platform variability as in terms of what platform has better functionality, better applications for it and stuff like that. Um, a lot of the new, um, let's call them omics. So like a lot of the gen- like genetics, g- genomics or transcriptomics or metabolomics, oh. um, they use Python actually in R. Yeah. When and basically you, you develop a script and you can process the the algorithms or your data sets using r or python mm-hmm. um that's more um are they running on uh windows or mac or linux see i think it i think it uh, i don't know i think it varies like what do you think um if if you're writing like scripts like that i mean if they're running in like a local cloud kind of um environment i would say that probably linux maybe windows but probably not Mac. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. But yeah. And so I would say that again, there's variability and it just depends. For sure. For sure. Um, but so, so it seems like just based on what we're saying in this podcast, that Apple is more geared towards creatives, younger people, whereas windows is more geared towards, um, businessy, like, corporate type of people would you agree with that yeah i would agree with that i mean what it comes down to i think ultimately is ease of use right i think that 
Apple has certainly been the dominating OS simply because it's the easiest to use. Remember, what was that? What Windows iteration was it that failed? Like, it wasn't maybe like what, Windows 8? What, Windows 8, I think? Vista. Vista? Well, well one 8. of the Windows, I think this one of the Windows OS that they made, they try to be Apple like and they try to super simplify everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I think it might have been 8 or something. But it didn't work, and it was just totally rejected by the whole entire PC community. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's. I think that was one of their like late to the game kind of ideas, like trying to play catch up, and they completely missed the shot on that. Which, and they, I mean, I still feel like they're way behind. Their their interfaces uh, oh, yeah, changed slightly, are. but um, it's still. And I mean, I'll give them some credit, right? They they. They have like those tablet laptop PCs where they can be one or the other, like two in one kind of things and um, like touch screens. And they're trying, they are trying to, like I said, catch up, but I don't think they're there. No, I don't think so either. <clears throat> um, kind of let's, let's, what other differences could there be or are there between uh, Windows and Mac, you think? Like the bigger ones. Uh, yeah, so outside of the user interface, um, I just say like, start. let's just pick one, like startup time, right? That, that kind of has something to do with hardware and stuff, but um, you turn on a Windows computer and you have to go through like a whole bunch of stages before you actually get to the login screen. I'd say at least double the amount of time that you it takes for a Mac to start up, because when you, even from uh, completely shut off, like no power, a Mac starts up very, very quickly compared to a PC, even if you're running the latest operating system for Windows, which is Windows 10. See, I, I disagree with that. Do you? Yeah. So I think it depends on, I think it's way too dependent on hardware. So I so I I have an SSD in my Windows PC, and I have an SSD in my MacBook Pro. My Windows PC, well, I guess it's also a desktop versus a laptop. Yeah. No, no, but even my iMac, actually. Okay. My iMac has... My iMac has one of those, like, fusion drives that Apple has where it's basically a hybrid SSD and hard drive. You know what I'm talking about? We talked about... I don't think we talked about this. But okay. you can get a hybrid hard drive, so it's, like, built-in SSD for the OS, and then everything else is stayed on a hard drive, like a spinning disk. <clears throat> and I would say that... If your OS is on an SSD, it's equally as the same. Like, it's equally the same. Okay, okay. In terms of boot time, yeah, and turn, like, uh, power down time. It's it's a hard one to, to, like, actually quantify, I think. There's a lot of variables. Yeah. So I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Um, but one other one that I thought about is security, right? So when you're talking about viruses, malware, all that crap, we all know that one versus the other is notorious for being more susceptible to that type of um, thing, right? So Windows, yeah. Windows is notorious for viruses, whereas Mac, I don't even know is that is that even a thing at this point? Can you have a virus on your Mac? So, so I was at Micro Center the other day. Uh, actually, on Black Friday, I went to Micro Center. Good I stuff. did not buy anything. Don't I'm you worry, child. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised too because they had an RX <clears throat> 5700 for me to purchase. But in any case, um, the the Apple guy, the Apple sell, what a salesperson, sure. the Apple certified salesperson at Micro Center. I heard him over uh, over like talking to someone. I overheard him saying, 
you know, Macs can get viruses now, so we recommend you getting antivirus for your Mac. Um, whether or not that's true, I have not gotten a virus on my laptop, lap, laptop, laptop, and um, I think it's more like I would easily see maybe not a virus, but definitely like phishing software can be installed on a MacBook. Yeah, I think that's more likely than a virus. But I don't know, like I don't know how viruses actually work on, on a computer, and so I don't know why Windows are more susceptible than Macs. That's kind of your idea. Yeah, I, I. Okay, this is going to be a complete guess, um, and I'll, I'll tell you like my, what I know about this topic. So, um, my original thought, like back in the day, was Macs didn't have viruses because not a lot of people used them. Like it wasn't worth a hacker's time to make a virus for a Mac because there was a ninety-five percent market share with Windows. But now that more and more people are using Macs, that doesn't hold true anymore like plenty of people use Macs that a hacker would want to write a virus for a Mac operating system so I think you're right Mark in saying that um, it can have some type of phishing stuff happen uh, or like malware but maybe not a virus because the way like applications work on Mac are they're pretty much self-contained within your applications folder and there's restrictions that Apple makes that the application can't go outside of it's like container, let's just say, like a virtual container and access other parts of your operating system unless you give it explicit permission to, which I guess is still possible. But um, Windows, on the other hand, is a lot more open to like applications that you install. So uh, that's that's my best guess, educated guess on that, that whole thing with viruses on Mac versus Windows. Who knows if it's true, but we'll just go with that for now. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, prove me wrong. For those, <laughs> for those of you not watching on Facebook Live, I just shook my head and said, no, Tony does not know what he's talking about. Um, I, I guess that defeats the purpose of the joke, right? This is this is frustrating because I can't actually see you. I'm, I'm looking at your uh, icon on Hangouts. Well, you know, you know what I look like. I do. I do. I, I can see you... 30 seconds ago or maybe a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, I think those are a lot of good points to talk about. Ultimately, what do you think about one platform or the other? Also, we should also say that if you're gaming, um, we we'll always got to bring it back to gaming because I'm a gamer. We need to PC do PC is definitely the dominant OS for gaming. And if you're trying to game, do not go on Mac. You will not have a fun time. That's interesting how that works out, right? No, I mean I could understand why. I think, I think Mac purposely, like I said, they're trying to bridge liberal arts and technology, not technology and technology. And so, gaming most likely, for the most part, is technology driven. You have to build the code. I guess there are some liberal arts built in with the cinematics of the game, the storyline, the plot development all that stuff. But when you think of a video game, you think of just people coding, 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 coding. And so I think that that was never a focus for them. I mean, obviously you can definitely buy a GPU and plug it into a Mac. Yeah. However, a lot of the software developers making these video games obviously never really developed it for Mac. And maybe that's just because Windows was originally the, the the gaming OS, and then it just kind of became it over time. 
it just kind of grew to a point where you can't go back. You can't switch over as easy. Yeah, that's a good point because, yeah, that's a whole other operating system you have to write your game for. You have to write yeah, it for Windows exactly. and Mac. Yeah. Different languages. It. Yeah. Okay. That clears it up. That makes a lot of sense. I w- now, even with like mobile development, like how easy it is to write a script for OS versus a Mac, do you think? For for like Android versus? No, like, like I'm talking about like iOS versus Mac. I, oh, oh. Um, I don't know. I've been out of it too long. I know uh, the, they use a new code base for writing iOS applications now. It's Swift instead of Objective-C. So I never really yeah, touched that. If you want to hear more about the uh, iOS development, what what episode is that podcast? Oh gosh, give me a second. No, uh, it's like twenty something. <laughs> you think? I think it's like twenty something. Fig did it. No, wait. Monetizing mobile apps in twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's what the in five. Five. <laughs> All right, I'm way really far yeah. off. Really far off. Really far off. <laughs> Too far off. Um. All right. Well, I think that's about it, right? We're going to 32 minutes now. Uh, our Facebook Live is blowing up. Oh, my God. We have so many viewers. So many viewers. So if you want to watch us, what is the Facebook channel? Ian. Uh, Ian. Ian. Uh, Tony? It's facebook.com slash the4501podcast. The4501podcast. And if you want our Gmail, it's the4501podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want our Twitter handle, it's at the4501podcast. And... Um, and we also have individual emails too. Yeah. So it's like Tony at the 451 podcast or dot com or Mark at the 451 podcast dot com. Um, Tony, I'll tell you how to access on one of these days. <laughs> um, but is there anything else you want to talk about? Like Windows versus PC? I mean, or Windows, I keep saying Windows versus PC because it's just so easy to say. It's Windows, PC. Windows versus Mac. Who um, do you think is the winner? For me right now, at this point in my life, Mac. Yeah, I think Mac will always be the number one go-to um just because i'm so locked into their ecosystem right i have an iphone we talked about this i think we talked about this in the insurance like podcast <laughs> your the the buying insurance for electronics yeah. podcast like i'm just so locked into the ecosystem that it's so hard to, to go away the one thing that would i would switch over to pc immediately um if iMessages came out for pc that's never going to happen. You would do so, that immediately over that one feature. Immediately for that one feature. Whoa. Wow. That's, that's saying there something. is something to be said about like messaging your friends from your computer and you don't have to pick your phone. So, so you're like 99% of the way for, for windows then. No, I mean, windows just has, you can do just do so much more with windows. I mean, the if I was video editing, I would actually 100% go with a with a Mac. Like I love Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro is like the best. It's not the best. It's the easiest, most intuitive software to use ever. Um, but with that being said, you have so much more flexibility on a Windows PC. Like if you want a game, you can game. So you're like 50/50 then. If you want to encode, you can use this as an encoder. We could never do this on an iMac. You know that, right? Like, we can never be streaming and recording a podcast at the same time without a PC that I built. <laughs> Giving yourself some credit there. Do you there. know how much... We could try it next week on your XPS and see how the quality of your stream goes. Oh, my, my XPS will be gone by then. I'm sending it back on Monday. Well, we could try it on your MacBook Pro whenever you get it. There we go. Okay, we'll do that. All right. Um, well... You know our credentials. You know what we're all about. Next week, we'd have no idea what we're talking about, but we will have an episode for you. <laughs> um, anything else, Tony? Uh, 
Um, yeah, I guess just one more call to action. You can see the show notes for this at the 451podcast.com slash 50. Slash 50. Okay, Tony, take us out without screwing us up. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the 451 Podcast. We'll see you next time. We will see you next time. Peace out. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please follow us on Twitter at the 451 Podcast to keep up with the latest news and events. If you have any suggestions for episodes or would like to contact us, shoot us an email at the451podcast at gmail.com.